Sarah Show podcast. I do this a couple of times a week. You can find these podcasts anywhere you subscribe, uh, a podcast app or iTunes or any of those places. You can also catch my live radio show weekday mornings in Las Vegas, 6 to 9 a.m. on KMZQ. And if you forget all that, you can find a link to listen live at HeidiHarris.com. I have previously focused a lot of my podcasts on social issues because those are very close to my heart for a lot of reasons, spiritually and in a lot of other ways. I'm going to be focusing my show for the next who knows how long on what's going on in Vegas and this so-called Vegas shutdown. It's been an absolute disaster for the city. If you had told me a week and a half ago that the entire city was going to be shut down, all the casinos, hundreds of thousands of people out of work, 200,000 people alone just in the gaming industry, not including people who work at spas and small restaurants around town and small businesses of all kinds. I was driving home from work today and I was passing all these businesses that I normally go to. I mean, thrift stores, places I get my printer cartridge. I'm driving and I'm looking and they're all closed. And these are small businesses that cannot afford to be out of business for months on end. And now the governor, as you know, of Nevada has made an edict. Initially, it was not a real directive that you had to be closed if you were a non-essential business. Now you have to be closed. I'm not sure if law enforcement's going to enforce that or not. I really don't know. But the fact is, we don't know the long-term impacts on Las Vegas. We know that a lot of these people who work in the gaming industry don't make a lot of money. Everybody thinks they all make a fortune. That's not true. People who clean rooms, people who are back-of-house employees who clean the slot machines and all those kinds of things and those kinds of jobs, janitors or whatnot, they don't make a lot of money. Even bartenders and cocktail waitresses, some of them make pretty good money. But it's not as much as people would think. And let's say you're a cocktail waitress and you make $200 a night if you're really lucky. And that's a good place. That's a $50,000 a year in cash job. So maybe $70,000 a year job, which isn't bad. I'm not saying it's bad, but it's not what people think those kind of jobs actually pay. And I'll tell you something else that a lot of people forget about. There are a lot of folks, especially doing that job, who are single parents for whatever reason. Maybe they had a kid with a loser, made bad decisions, whatever, got divorced, got dumped, who knows. But a lot of them are pretty much on their own. And some of these girls started out at 21, 22, single parents already. Then they get a job as a cocktail waitress, and they can't do anything else. They can't go get another job or education because they can't afford to take less pay, and they can't afford to spend the time trying to go to college and everything when they're trying to raise a kid on their own. It's a vicious circle. I know people made these decisions. I get that. But it makes it very difficult. So a lot of people don't have a lot of money saved. And then the folks who clean the rooms and things like that, they don't make a lot of money anyway. And so my musician friends, I've got a lot of musician friends because I worked in that business for years. A lot of them have had all their gigs canceled for the foreseeable future. We have no idea what's going to happen. We just don't know. And I don't want to be Debbie Downer on my show, but I've tried to be very honest with people and say, look, if you think you're going to be out of work for two weeks and you're going to get paid for those two weeks off, oh, well, that's great. Or maybe you get paid for a month and you think you're going back to work and everything's going to be the same, you're wrong. I don't believe that. First of all, because the casinos have been trying to cut people for a very long time, trying to bring in automation, robots to make the drinks and things like that. And the culinary union, which represents many of these employees, has been very concerned about it. I think this is the big opportunity for casinos to clean house. Even the Golden Nugget has now come out and said, uh, they were honest about it. They said, we're going to try to hire people back when we can as business warrants. That's exactly right. So they've been honest. Other casinos are saying, well, you're going to be off a couple of weeks. Maybe we'll pay your benefits through June. We just don't know. But a lot of people are in a real fix because 
they think they're going back to work in a couple of weeks. We don't know. Is the governor doing the right thing by shutting everything down? Honestly, we, we have no way to know. That's the tough thing. I think the biggest issue is these folks are trying to cover their butt because there aren't enough beds. That's what it comes down to. Hospitals are completely jammed full of people now, and they haven't had the bed space for a very long time because for many years the emphasis has been on cutting costs and doing outpatient surgery on people, and they just don't have the beds. I've had surgery, and I've never spent one night in a hospital bed. You know, they do the surgery. I had some surgery one time at a hospital, and they do it there, and you're out the door. The minute you wake up and they see that you're breathing and everything, they put you in a wheelchair and haul you out of there, and you go home, which is fine because the longer you spend in a hospital, everybody knows the longer it's going to be and the more expensive it's going to be and the more likely it will be that you get some kind of infection or something. So I get that. But as a result, hospitals don't have the beds. We've also got problems with the supply chain. We've got some problems with America uh, dependent on China for too many things, including hospital supplies, including medications. All these things are now coming to light as a result of this whole mess. But I'm worried about my city. I'm really, really worried about the people in Las Vegas. If you told me this, I would never have believed you. I would have said, what? But my problem is I, I, my heart breaks for the people who are rank and file hourly workers, but I also bleed for these folks who are small business owners who can't afford to be off for a month with zero income. You know, they're going to lose food that's going to get ruined if it's a restaurant or something. Employees may scatter. I have a friend who owns a particular business who just spent a whole bunch of money opening a bigger location because she, her business has been thriving for years. She's worked very hard to build it for 13 years. She finally gets a bigger location, hires more people, and then boom, this. She's done nothing to deserve this, and now she has to close her doors for a month. And this may destroy everything she's built for the last 13 years. Because while she's off for these, uh, this month, she's got to pay for equipment, machines, supplies, all these other things. Even if she doesn't have any employees to pay, she still has to pay for all these other things. And that's what happens with small business owners. Talk to another friend of mine who's a small business owner. And he was talking about 08, and he said that back in 08 and 09, when the state of Nevada decided to pay everybody for 99 weeks of unemployment, they just tacked that on to the business owners, the amount of money the business owners had to pay for unemployment, even if they never paid somebody for unemployment. In other words, they have to pay into that fund regardless. And he said he just got finished paying that the other day, like a couple months ago. And now this, he said, I won't survive this if I have to be closed for a month. He said, it won't happen. And that is a serious problem for a lot of people. This is going to wipe out the economy, and it's just going to be different. People are going to find a way to survive it because God's ultimately in charge. I get that. And as a Christian, I understand. Maybe God's trying to get our attention. Maybe that's what this whole thing is about, that maybe God's trying to get us to refocus. We've been too fat, too happy, uh, you know, living large. A lot of people don't realize how good we have it, the freedom and prosperity that we have in America. Maybe it's God trying to get a hold of us and say, hey, Put your trust in me. Don't put your trust in these people. I'll tell you who not to trust, the politicians, because both sides aren't telling us the truth. Both sides. They are not telling us the truth, left and right. We don't know the severity of this. We know that China lied from day one, and they continue to lie. Now they say, we don't have any new cases. Anybody believe that? Does anyone believe anything they say? Nobody should. Nobody should. And now Donald Trump is taking this very seriously and doing the best he can at this point with some of the measures being undertaken. But more people in America are worried about going bankrupt. They are worried about the coronavirus. They're much less worried about getting sick. They're looking at this and saying, what am I going to do? 
And the mortgage companies might give you some kind of abatement for a couple of months. Uh, I don't know what they call it, deferment, whatever. Maybe your credit card companies might work with you and they might not. And if they don't, everybody's going to go bankrupt. Because I know a lot of people who went, uh, had a lot of problems in 2008 and used credit cards and other things, business loans and whatnot to survive 2008. Radio companies did it. Newspaper companies did it. Casino companies did it. A lot of people did it on a personal basis. And they are just now, just now, starting to have a little daylight. Just now. Can you even imagine how they feel? They're going to be wiped out from this. Forget about retirement. That's not going to happen. Now, in subsequent shows about the issue of the Vegas shutdown, we're going to talk with people in various positions in the community. We're going to talk with gaming people. We're going to talk with with people who are experts on sports because the impact on sports and conventions has been unbelievable to Las Vegas, even before the hotels all shut down. When you have $500 million that wasn't going to be bet on basketball this year, this is before the casino shutdown. Can you imagine how much money that is? And then the casino shutdown. No NFL draft coming. No March Madness. None of these things that Vegas counts on. The impact is going to be long-lasting. And once again, I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer. I want to give you hope because our hope is not in these people. Our hope is in God. But we will talk about the issues and explore it from different perspectives here in the community as the months go on here on the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I'm a local I've, if you'd never listened to the podcast or my show before, I was born and raised here. I worked in the casino business as a tip earner when I was younger. I worked as a singer for a lot of years. So I understand how these jobs work, believe me. And my heart goes out to folks. So I will be giving you my perspective as a local and also the perspective from various people who are in these industries. And hopefully we're going to provide some, some encouragement to you. And we know our hope is in God, not in these politicians. But we'll keep you up to date as best we can. And, of course, you can join me for my live radio show weekday morning, 6 to 9 a.m. on KMZQ, 670 a.m. in Las Vegas. And tune to this podcast as often as you can to keep updated on various aspects of this shutdown. I got to tell you, I never thought I would see this in my town. It's stunning. I drove down the strip the other day, and I put this on YouTube, the Heidi Harris Show YouTube channel. You can check it out. I took a video, and I put it on YouTube of the strip. Just drove down the strip in the middle of the day. And there was hardly anybody there. And that was before the final closure went down. It's just worse than I ever imagined. I thought there would be some impact with conventions closing and things like that. Worse than I ever thought. And thousands of people who work for Cirque du Soleil are now out of work. Something like close to 5,000 people. Hundreds of other people in various shows are shut down. They may never go back to work. Because the casinos, they're going to retool. They're going to have to. Because remember, they're losing money every single day that they're closed too, just like these people are. And so when the people go back to work and they decide they're not going to buy anything for six months or take a trip or come to Vegas or do anything like that, buy a new car or whatever, when they decide they're going to keep it real close to the vest for six months or a year, the casinos will too. And a lot of these shows, some of them four wall, and that means that these people who have the shows, they have the room, and then they keep the profit, whatever it is, but the casino doesn't pay them. Some of these shows four wall, and they may survive. They may come back, but the others aren't going to. And maybe these casino showrooms will be shut down for a long time because the tickets are getting ridiculous anyway. Who can afford to go to these shows for 100 200 bucks a pop? You think anybody's going to flood these showrooms after they've been out of work for a couple of months? Conceivably, it could be six months. We don't know. That's the worst problem. We don't know how long this will last or how far it will reach. Or 
do we know, will we ever know, if it actually was the right move to make? Because if everybody comes out from underground in a month or two, and then all of a sudden this thing comes back through, this is what happened in 1918 with the Spanish flu. It went through more than once. It wasn't just one wave. That's another aspect that we don't know the answer to at this point. But I do believe President Trump's trying to do the best he possibly can in this circumstance. And I'm not drinking Kool-Aid. I think he's doing a very good job because he's got people around him who know more about this than he ever will, than I ever will. And they are handling this. But there's no perfect answer when something is happening on this of this magnitude. There just is no perfect answer. So we'll keep you updated on the Vegas aspect of it because I honestly feel as if the mainstream media is just ignoring us. I mean, you hear all these stories in the press of this and that industry being hurt. My gosh, probably, I don't know, 10% of this town at least, this county is out of work. That's huge overnight in the, in the last week. That's a big deal. It's kind of a big story, folks. So I'll keep you updated on it, and I hope you tune in for the podcast, and please share this with anybody you know who might be interested. I'm Heidi Harris. Once again, you can join me weekday mornings live, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. on KMZQ, and you can listen live at a link on HeidiHarris.com in case you don't live in Vegas. Uh, please stay tuned for more information on this uh, horrible Vegas shutdown. We'll talk with uh, all the people who have different uh, perspectives on it, and it's going to be a rough ride. But we know who's in charge. And when I say who, WHO, I'm not talking about the World Health Organization. I'm talking about God. Maybe it's time we focus on him and stop focusing on ourselves, on our trivial little lives, on things that don't matter, on earthly things. We need to focus our minds on things above. And we'll be doing a lot of that in the weeks to come here on the Heidi Harris Show podcast. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. And we will get through this. I promise. Here's Tony Scottwell. Scottwell.